Um, I stayed definitely too long in the abusive relationship, but yeah. it's, a, it's a psychological thing you can't break away from, yeah, exactly. but I have. And so now I'm at a point where I'm like, why wouldn't I speak out about these things? Why wouldn't I offer my support to show on planet earth bar none you know sandra sully i know you got one but <laughs> it's nothing compared to this That's so <laughs> this is the uncovered podcast with nick and femi what's going on it's your boy femi yes yes sir yes sir and it's your boy nick and actually you know what i'll let you do this one ah uh, cool yeah let me do what i'm good at That's it. i'll give you a one minute of fame. That's it. i'll uh, sit like this we've got a, <laughs> we've got a special guest today you know what i mean she just informed us, you know, miss one million views an episode. <laughs> uh, you know, biggest show on TV. <laughs> you know, we're talking A-list celebrities. After the show, we were we were on like K-list. Yeah, K-list. <laughs> but she's proper A-list, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, financial analyst as well. The one and only Miss Natasha Spencer. Ooh. What's going on, man? Hey guys, thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for being here, you know. I've uh, come into one of my houses. Um, this is really, like, man, you, you keep buying properties all day. Yeah, yeah, I'm rich. Be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, amazing race money is different. Amazing race money is what's up. I need to get on the K-list. Yeah. <laughs> you want the K-list? A-list overrated. Yeah. Too many on that list. I'm telling you. Oh, oh, man. Man, that's bands. But honestly, Tash, thanks for coming. Thanks for having it's me. It's going to be another one of our... It's gonna go. It's gonna go either way. It can go oh, either way with this one. It's going down. I hope it goes left. I hope it goes. I, I love, love it when it goes left. When it goes left, I love it. So <laughs> any direction we know. 100%, <laughs> so it's gonna be fun. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk a bit of shit. Um, <laughs> you know, talk about some real shit as well, I'm and always, then just yeah. see how it goes, man. So we want to be casual. Want to be chill. Um, which up. is like you shake it off, man. You know, <laughs> hit the hit the money ball. Hit the <laughs> So Nick, yo, talk uh, to the people. What are we doing? What's our ice ball today? As you guys know, as we always do, right? Mm-hmm. We always like to start things off with a little bit of an icebreaker. Okay. And like, obviously, the amazing race money has given us a little bit of sponsorships and donations and stuff. So it's you, crazy. It's crazy. So now we've got Fantastic. Oh yeah. One of our sponsors. Shout out to Kmart. Nine dollars fifty at Kmart. <laughs> you know. And what we're doing is the original mouth guard challenge. That's you so guys know what this is. You've seen this all on like Show the camera. Show the camera. Yeah, so know what the, it's going on YouTube, man. Go on to YouTube go channel. YouTube. Subscribe to us. It's crazy. But yeah. Honestly, if you're not checking us out on visuals on YouTube right now, you're actually missing out on some pure beta. We're, We're some good looking people. Good looking people. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> you heard it here first, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet. bet. So how is the game actually going to run, Nick? Um, so what I assume, right, is that we've got a mouth guard. So to the guys listening, we got a mouth guard, right? Kind of picture like boxing mouth guard. What? No, it's like a boxing it's mouth like guard. It's like when you're in the when you go to the dentist oh, and they yeah, open yeah, up yeah, the yeah 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 yeah. yeah you're this, right, right. Dude, this guy is a dumbass, bro. Like, he's, that's uh, right. <laughs> so when you're at the dentist, <laughs> yeah, you open up your whole thing, yeah, 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 and he's yeah, you know yeah. checking that's all them. Yeah, that's yeah. What I was so, and then we got like a series of cards with activities on them. So, Natasha's going to be, you know, versing your boy right now. You already know what it is. All G-rated activities, right? All G-rated. Oh, uh, look, this, it's not G-rated. This is definitely not a G-rated show. So, you know, talk what you want to talk. Talk what you want to talk. All the activities. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Like, oh, you were going that's... somewhere. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, the activities are G-rated. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. like, oh, it looks like a kid's game. 
and there's kids on the bus. That's just going. The kid goes like, I saw that. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. All right, bet, bet, bet. Okay. All right, so there's a series. I hope this doesn't make edit. Nah, tell Sean you don't want it. <laughs> nah, put it in. Ah, cool. So, <laughs> so there's a series of yeah. different activities that um, Tash is going to be versing me in. Winner takes all. We'll see what I feel like the prize is going to be at the end. Yeah. If I win, I'll choose a... Yeah, stay tuned to the end. That's more of an incentive to start. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So let's have a, right, a mouth guard each, please. Right, boom, you can pick one. I'll pick one. This is... Yo, do I need a small kid's mouth guard? Can I have a <laughs> adult size one? That's cap. And what's the <laughs> that's, that's lie? And he was like, Tash. Yeah, adult size me. Adult size? I bet. Give me the questions for me. And Nick, so go through them, have a run, you know. Have a run. I thought we got some pretty selected. That's mm, all good. No. <laughs> you saw me open the box. Let's make a max edition, should we? Oh, God, don't. How do I do this shit? Uh, 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 I, 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 I. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Ah, <laughs> 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 boom. How do I do this? You just gotta squeeze it. Squeeze your mouth. Oh, did you have the big one in? Yeah. Oh, the big one's in first. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Uh, that's crazy. Right, I'm gonna go with the first one. Yeah, I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna speak and choose. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, boom. <laughs> For your first challenge. <laughs> I want you guys to sing. <laughs> you guys need to stop laughing for a second. <laughs> sing Baba Black Sheep, Sheep, while film. No. Just sing. Just, just sing Baba Black Sheep. Ah, uh, you go, 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 go. Ah, you go. God, Black Sheep, how you gonna do Yes, yes. Uh, three gags, so. Trash, trash. trash. Uh, <laughs> let he Say the words. 
wings, wand, and sparkles. Wings, wand, and sparkles. Wings, wand, and sparkles. Look at the rock. I'm doing what you're saying. Look, stop. Nigga, ring, run, sparkles. The hug? Yeah. I swear to God, I don't know what you're saying to me. Nigga, listen. Rings, runs, and sparkles, brother. Say the middle one again. Runs. Great time. Rings, runs, and sparkles. He's better. Nah, nah. I forget. He's better. He's better. He's better. Obviously, starting off is that obviously we joined married at first sight mm -hmm. relationship or marriage. You know, we right. took a step forward. What kind of made you want to join or do married at first sight? Right. Um, it's a good question. I think there is obviously like so much controversy controversy surrounding the show. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. you know, and it's funny how much backlash you get now. It's like you knew what you were in for, yeah. and I was like, I did not know that that's where it was going. Yeah. 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 But um, I guess I just wasn't like I was doing finance. I was kind of bored. I wanted to go into a different sort of route. So I did um, invest in a beauty product. And then the opportunity came up because I applied while I found out that the guy that I just moved in with was married. So when his stuff, yeah, when he was, yeah. oh, that's crazy. So I was sitting there and I was like, when are you going to move your stuff in? And he was like, oh, oh. And then I asked a question I probably should have asked before to someone they're like yeah babe he's uh he's married they're trying i just said why is he acting so weird what's his story we'd only known each other for six weeks was that love at first sight yeah. <laughs> um yeah. yeah and he was married and trying for kids so for, oh, yeah, really? yeah 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 whoa that's actually how'd you do with that bro? yeah i applied on married at first sight <laughs> <laughs> Spot on answer. <laughs> yeah. But like, how do you deal with that? Like, you know, you've been with someone for six weeks, you're probably thinking this is going to progress and right. go somewhere and then out of nowhere, they're like, oh, no, nah, I'm kind of married already. It's like, yeah. how's that? I mean, it was so, it's hard. It's so hard. I didn't, I don't think I dealt with it in a healthy way, obviously. Mm. Um, but I've, I've had so many failed relationships. So mm. it was kind of like, right and jumped over it super quickly because i found like in the past obviously when you get hurt the first couple of times in relationships that it hits you but by like you're like 15th failed relationship you're like right next yeah yeah, yeah. why is that how do you like how do you deal with it how do you become how does it how do you desensitize yourself from it i think it just happens yeah. you know it's funny isn't it like you just because so many people just have so many responses like i think as a society we really don't say like hey, feel this, hold this. Yeah. Being in like fast paced Sydney and in the court, it's like, come on, pick yourself up, dust yourself off, yeah, yeah. throw yourself into work, like, and you really stop. And it's, it's funny, people are like, aren't you upset by this? And I'm like, mm. no. And they're like, 
Okay, you're internalizing a lot of stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. So do you feel like, you know, as a result being like fast paced, just move on to the next, do you think that has any kind of like consequence or any bearings when you do go into a relationship with someone because you kind of feel like that? I don't know, like, do you feel like you're overly attached when you're with, do you feel like you're even attached to begin with or do you kind of go in with the pretense that like, oh, this might not last? Haven't been in like you know, a few relationships that haven't lasted. Question. Good question. I definitely come in committed and attached, and it's like what I find is like it's a small thing that I start. I'm like okay, and kind of hold back a little bit. Mm. And by the end of a relationship, normally I'm just like so withdrawn that I'm like right. So it's like small things that push me away. But I definitely come in attached and ready. Mm. But it doesn't take much to dislodge it. I know that I think that's incredibly interesting. So like do you feel like do you feel like as as yourself when you get in initially that you're kind of holding back because it's like because I get that it's like you come in attached to committed and then you kind of drift off when it like when it happens. Do you feel like the other person, like your partner, kind of receives like you're not feels like you're not giving your all out to it because you kind of got that? Yeah. I think because I'm so giving at the beginning and I think it kind of shows in maths a little bit with with Mikey. Um, I think because I give it so much people take it for granted. And then when it's not reciprocated and what ends up normally happening is I'm withdrawn and I'm like, well, I'm done. And then they're like, no, 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 hold on, come back. And I'm like, no, like you're done. Like three strikes, <laughs> you out. Yeah, so, <laughs> right. so, yeah. Yeah, so do you feel like there's, do you reckon there's anything that happened that was significant enough that you can remember that was like your turning point or like a trigger point? Um, when I was 22, I was engaged to someone that was older, which is what I talked about on the show. And it went from two older relationships to everyone I've ever dated is an old man. (laughs) Um, but I think when I was engaged there, I was in an incredibly abusive relationship, both physically and emotionally. Um, and that, that was so hard and it went on for three years and I was caught up in that I needed this guy and I didn't know what I was going to do if I lost him because our lives were so intertwined. And um, by the time I got out of that, I think I was just so damaged. That, do you feel like that um, it has got like emotional kind of ramifications even to now? Yeah, I think if I, when I sit back and talk about it and, you know, this is like the, the good thing that maths gave me. It gave me Tash and she definitely was the one that's like, hey, start journaling. Hey, you need to go and talk to someone. Mm-hmm. And while I started sitting and reflecting, and I think... Maybe that's why I've been so highly anxious, but I'm finally letting myself start feeling some more emotions and breaking down a bit. And I think I'm like, whoa, like yeah. I've kept so much bottled up mm. and it's scary. Yeah. I'm like pulling the lid off, putting it back on. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy. It's kind of what Femi and I always talk about, right? It's like sometimes we have like these internal demons or baggage that we're holding that it's like, we're so scared to, to take it out because you don't know what you're going to actually get yourself into. You're like, because it's very, it's very, it can be traumatizing to actually deal with all this emotional baggage and then realizing where it actually stems from. You're like, yeah. oh, wow, that's because of something that happened back then. Yeah. And it's just like, the whole thing is just crazy. So like, and I really want to talk into how you said that you were in a, a quite abusive relationship yeah. for about three years. And I feel like maybe some of our audience and there's women out there that kind of go through similar things yeah. and just don't for know sure. how to actually escape or get out. For sure. How did you find that whole process? I mean, it is so hard. And I think... You know, every time I try to pull away, something would happen and I'd be like, oh my God, I need him back. And I just wasn't confident enough to be on my own. But the second that you get out and it's a small break. So I went back home to my, I stuck my hand up and I was like, I need to move back home. Mm. Went to my parents' house, started just re-associating myself with my friends because I'd withdrawn from all my friends Mm. um, and just doing small steps of back to my life where it was before. So I'd stopped working. And I was like just studying and he was 
taking care of it financially. Mm. He's like, you need to study, you need to study. What I now know that as was him just trying to take away my independence. I'd go out and he'd be like, where are you? So eventually I was like, right, I don't want to go out anymore. So it's just returning to things that are normal and things that I should have done and never given up. And it's just finding who you are again. And that definitely got part of it. And then eventually... I met someone else. But at the time, yeah. he was just really <laughs> loving and supportive and I just needed that. And then by the time he did it, I think I was like, right, fuck all y'all, I'm done. Fuck all y'all, niggas. Oh, yeah. So I wanted to ask, um, so obviously all of this type of, everything that's happened is huge and it's been yeah. a lot of it's been in your adulthood. Mm. Do you feel like anything has come up from your childhood that's impacted this life right um yeah i um i had some things happen to me when i was younger uh, my mother's partner was sexually abusive towards me when i was younger um and i mean there's stuff that happens on the show that's not aired um but i definitely went to the defense of someone and was really triggered by talking about abuse and it seemed to be this huge pushback where they were like oh you can't talk about that you're not protecting yourself but mm. As a woman that's gone through it, I'm not ashamed because I didn't, I didn't put myself in those situations. Um, I stayed definitely too long in the abusive relationship, but yeah. it's, a, it's a psychological thing you can't break away from, yeah, exactly. but I have. And so now I'm at a point where I'm like, why wouldn't I speak out about these things? Why wouldn't I offer my support to people that are stuck in those situations? So, um, yeah, it's something I haven't revisited. It's a big thing to move on. I don't think you ever really move on from it. Sure. But... Um, but yeah, it's something I can talk about now. But yeah, to feel like I got shamed on the show for bringing it up and they're like, why are you talking about that? You're not protecting yourself. It was, yeah, it was weird because I've never had anyone say, oh, you can't talk about it. And that's really, that goes to like a point that we always talk about. It's like this whole mental health thing and the whole trauma and self-awareness and all mm-hmm. that thing. It's such a team sport. Yeah. yeah. It's like... You can't expect this one person to try and fix everything on their own when you have everybody around them bullying them and and like attacking them. Mm. It doesn't give them an opportunity to be able to progress. And even when people are like, those little comments that people might say, like even like with the networks, like don't talk about it, don't talk about it. That's then reinforcing that it's something that you should be ashamed of, which just isn't the truth. So it's really important that as a community, as a team, that we support each other. Uh, totally. Yeah, I think, what was it? The psychologist that they made me see during the show, she turned around and she goes, I think you're doing really well. You've done well in life. And I was like, sorry, in terms of a, a woman, a person or a victim. Mm-hmm. And she goes, as a victim. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, crazy, I'm yeah. like, that, that does not limit me in my ability to progress in life whatsoever. Yeah. And so like shit like that during the show was just so like, just I don't know it shut me down I was so highly anxious by the time that I left like you see me cry at the parents lunch and I did I just broke down there was so much going on like you should be ashamed oh you've done well as a victim and it's like I've done well in general like I have two degrees I have an awesome job I have an exciting product that I'm working on and it's like where is it that people get off on categorizing you as a victim yeah and the crazy thing about it is that like most times like all of us kind of experience similar things not maybe to the exact but we all have some kind of like trauma or something from the past that kind of dictates how we live our life and it's like and it kind of holds us back so much and until we actually get in a position where we can be like much more comfortable talking about it and just be like you know what it is what it is that's the only way you're going to actually let go of it and actually move forward and like you said it's just this doesn't define who you are as a person like there's so much other things that people sometimes tend to neglect 
and yeah. be like, oh, but let's just remind you back here. And that's the, that's kind of what we experienced when we were on social media as well, or on the yeah. page. It's like they just kind of try to remind you, remind you, it's like, oh, but you did this, you did this, but it's like, right? So it's what? freaking yeah. crazy. And yeah. it's like, you know, yeah, we can't make all of our own mistakes. We've got to learn from people. But imagine going through life without one mistake, being yeah. so careful and cautious mm. that you don't go and do something and slip yeah. up. And like, but obviously there's a lot of bullying going on. That's what we're hearing. Yeah. There's a lot of bullying going on. So how do you deal with it? Because obviously we were on a show that is people of an older demographic. People yeah. talk shit, but you can easily just ignore the shit that they talk. It's just dumb shit about the show. Yeah. Your experience has been quite different. It's been very personal, right? Yeah. Mm. So how do you deal with the whole bullying aspect of it? I mean, it's insane. Look, I've signed up to see a new psychologist in April because I think it's really important. I go and start talking. Um, I'm really fortunate that I have a good network. Um, like I'm so blessed with the support network I have. I have people that text me every day. And sometimes <laughs> you just can't read the freaking comments and articles. Yeah. Like I'm quite lucky that I've got a lot of support on social networks. Yeah. Um, but the media is wow. Like yeah. every day I go and somebody sends me, like if you don't read the articles, someone will self send you the article. Yeah, exactly. And they'll be like, <laughs> That's yeah. right? And yeah. they'll be like, did you know that you'd done this? And I was like, no, but I do now. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's it's been insane. But I think it's just having a positive spirit. Like yesterday was so hard. I went on the radio with Mikey. I felt really attacked. I shut down. I was so anxious. And I just, yesterday I unplugged. I spent my day in my bed. Yeah. I watched movies. And that's that's all I could do. And I didn't push myself to go further like i ordered thai food and ate thai in my bed i was like this is just what i need yes. and at like seven o'clock last night my pug was like woman haven't been outside yeah. and so i just went for a slow walk listened to music kept it on like air flight mode so i didn't need to yeah. and I, that's where i needed to be so it's really being like what is it that i need sometimes you need to talk sometimes you need to disconnect mm. sometimes you need to go out and let your head down like i did at mardi gras it's just really having that self-reflection of mm. what's going to help me self-awareness and self-care is absolutely paramount self-care it's so essential yeah. and we don't actually we don't prioritize it i was yeah. talking to one of my friends and the one of the most insightful things he said is that like as a society we have this perception that you can only take care of your mental health as a reactive thing mm. as right. as something that's like oh shit's gone left yeah. let me try and put it back? it back on track but it's important that we're taking care of ourselves throughout and we're listening to our bodies the same way that we would physically yeah. if you feel a bit like heavier or tighter you'd go you know you'd maybe like mm, maybe i don't need six pieces of cake today yeah <laughs> do you know what i mean it's the same thing yeah. like it's the same thing with your mental health it's really important that yeah. we're constantly prioritizing that i think you know future journaling did that for me so it's sitting down and goes what's the person that i want to be what three qualities mm. does that look like how am I going to get there? So that stuff, and I took, it takes me 10 minutes of the morning. Yes. You know, yeah, I pencil yeah. that out. I wake up a little bit early. I go for a walk. And when I come back from my walk, my head's clear because I'm not a morning person. Like I wake yeah. up a little rigid. So I'm going to have that <laughs> caffeine yeah. here, walk it out, yeah, come yeah. home. And I take that 10 minutes and it's nothing. <laughs> and from there, I'm like, right. And it puts my head space in the, like, in the right place. And, yeah. you know, some people for a while when I was super fit, it's because I didn't have that. And I was like, throw myself in the gym, throw myself in the gym, yeah. throw myself in the gym. And some days I was training like three times a day and I was like, 
this is not a healthy behavior. (laughs) You know, I'm so doing this stuff. And everyone's like, oh, you're putting on some weight. And I'm like, it's all right, it's healthy weight. But no matter what, you're going to cop criticism. Yes, uh, everyone's got some shit to say, man. (laughs) Literally. And I think the hardest thing is that when it's a routine, it's it's so hard to kind of pull away from it because it's like, I was doing this for a reason. You probably come in there with like a strong why to begin with so if you feel like you pull back it's like oh i'm doing myself a disservice so i'm going backwards now but it's like right no i'm just living to listen to myself i'm just doing what's needed like right. always changing right said, yeah and like so instead of going to the gym six days a week at the moment i'm doing it three days exactly. but that's but you know i'm like oh i'm like my mental space needs more working out right now yeah 100 yeah. percent. do you ever feel like external opinions of like dictated some of your behavior made you feel like you needed to be something or look a particular way or act a particular way yeah like i mean there's isn't there just so much pressure you know even like yesterday when i'm copying just like so much abuse on radio and like i've looked at the comments i just sort of add some salt into the wound yesterday and someone's like what is she wearing is she wearing a bra that looks like a robe and i'm like like whoa like (laughs) what are we looking at why are we talking about this and um, yeah, I just feel like there's so many external pressures. There's so much backlash on on everything when you're in the public eye, and even when you're not in the public eye. Yeah. You know, in high school, I got um, I got bullied for being a little bit heavier, which definitely started. And I wasn't that heavy. Like I think I was like eight kilos heavier than I was now. And everyone was like, "Oh, you're so fat." And I was like, "Oh." And then I got picked on for my teeth, and then I got my teeth fixed. Now they're pulling me out for having too much cosmetic surgery, and you're just like. Oh, yeah. like, you know, so you just got to block out the voices at some point. And it's like, how do I feel myself mm. right now? And I feel good. Yeah. 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 But then my mental space wasn't good. So yeah. now I'm, I'm trying to work more on that. So did you think that you got the like cosmetic surgery because of the external factors? Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, my, yeah, I didn't really have a problem with my teeth. I'm now like so teeth conscious. Like when you walked into the room, I was like, okay, nice for teeth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I look at it now. It's like so in my brain. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Like, and it's something I wouldn't have even really noticed before. And then I lost all this weight. And then somebody said, wow, it's not even like you have double A boobs. It's like you have negative double A boobs. And I'm like, <gasps> so then I went and had chest implants done. And then you got backlash on that. So um, it's crazy. And I'm happy. And I wouldn't go under the knife again now because I don't. Don't yeah. think it's healthy, but yeah. um, yeah, it's that's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> you got great teeth, though. Just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I noticed that. I was like, mm, good game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like good. <laughs> Chess, baby. <laughs> that's crazy. So I want to ask you. So like, if you could go back to when like that time when you were getting bullied or dissing you about being a bit bigger and having right. nice teeth. Um, from what you know now, was there something that was there some type of advice that you wish you could give to yourself back then? From what you know now, I mean, I just say shake it off. Like at the yeah. end of the day, you know, high school's so goddamn hard, and that's but that's your world. Like you show up to that place five days a week, yeah. and it's like everyone's. It's not like you know, if it, if now somebody's being rude and pisses me off, I'm like, see ya. Yeah, I move exactly. on to a different group. Yeah. But I just say like, just stay true to yourself. Read your books. Be a nerd. Do the things that you're doing yeah. because eventually you're gonna have two degrees. Like, exactly, and you're the boss. And you're the boss. You're the boss. You're working you're for the, me now. <laughs> you're the one with the cosmetic company. That's right. Not them. Yeah. <laughs> Call them up and hire them and say you need a janitor for the bathroom. Like, ah. no, I'm kidding. Ah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Peace and love. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, so I want. Uh, so obviously, we've like we get taught so much, and when we talk about like with kids and younger people, mm-hmm. it's just you know. A lot of the time, the, the opinion, the, the advice is 
to shake it off, yeah. to be more resilient, mm. to, you know, be stronger, don't listen to them. But in the reality right. of it, it's okay. super fucking hard. Yeah. Right? yeah, you can't. That's yeah. like, that's like yeah. retrospectively, I can say that. Like, exactly. Like, how does someone, like in your opinion, how does someone actually build resilience and build that kind of skill to be able to say, fuck it, don't care? Yeah. I think you've got to find like your place that you belong in school. You know, I did so many extracurricular activities. I played basketball. I was in singing. I did um, saxophone. I swam. I played touch rugby. Like so many. Yeah. I was like, uh, I was, uh, I, was, I, was uh, I was like, why am I always tired? Um, <laughs> but you know, eventually I found like, okay, I don't really like doing this thing, but I yeah. found... You know, in school, I, I didn't have, like, a clique. I was friends with all different type of people and just felt, like, where I reflected with better. Do you, I know that's strange, but I just found my place by throwing myself out there. And sometimes it's not easy. Yeah. But I find that that's just the best way to do it. You'll build your courage up. Like, yeah, you just got to find your thing. Yeah. Yeah. I really love that. Like you said, like you do all these type of things, but then there's always that one place where you feel like, you know, there's a stronger connection. Yeah. Yeah. You feel a lot more aligned here and comfortable here. And yeah. just really like, just uh-huh. doing that a lot more often, more yeah. frequent. Yeah. More like, where do I feel good? And mm. it becomes like an addictive. It's like the placebo, right? Like this feels yeah. good. I want more of it. Exactly. So we love that serotonin. <laughs> <laughs> Get some serotonin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's funny, man. So look, Let's talk about the big elephant in the room, you know, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not on camera, Michael, so I'm trying to get, get off, man. It's uncovered with Nick and Femi, not uncovered with Nick, Femi and Michael. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bounce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just that boy behind the camera, right? <laughs> yeah. you know, trying to, trying to chime in. Um, yeah, no, so we want to talk about maths, all right? Yeah. Huge show, huge. Yeah. Number and one, number one in Australia. Um, beat, the, beat the race. Yeah. Look, it's number one because the Amazing Race finished a few months ago, yeah. but that's okay. You know what I mean? If you don't finish first, you finish last. Facts, facts, facts. Wait, but that's like, don't say his name on. Yo, don't say his name. <laughs> Ooh. No, I mean, Ooh. Mikey definitely finished first. So. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Sorry, sorry. Oh, oh God. I'm not involved in this. No, I'm not involved. Right. If you're trying to give me a job, like I'm good on that. Like I'm not involved <laughs> in this conversation. Um, but no, so Max, what was it actually like, and how good, how bad was it actually? Um. Okay. Um. It was a lot harder than I thought it would be. Yeah. I think. Um. I was lucky that I found some friends that I will be friends with for a lifetime. They're eclectic. They're people that I probably wouldn't get to meet. Like Tash and I speak every day. I, she lives in Adelaide and is a bartender. Like I just would have never met her. And yeah. she's been so important for me to come back to things like spirituality and, and stuff that I've, I've really connected with this last year. So that's good. But that's kind of where it ends, to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's crazy. That's crazy. You know, it, all of a sudden they try to prepare you a little bit to throw you in the public eye. And you get in it and like the first week that I hit the TV screens, like I was in, like I have a video of it and I was in seven different magazine or newspapers. Like wow. it was just like, I was like, that's me, that's me, that's me. And there's so much afterwards and they give you like a hotline and a therapist that you can call. But there's some days, like I said, yes, I spent in bed. There's other days that you're like, you're stuck in bed. You don't want to call anyone, but you probably should. Yeah. <clears throat> So, um, I just think, you know, looking back 
it's people like think it's the relationships the experiment it's a social experiment like they remove you from your normal life you lose all your autonomy so i remember one day i went to a meeting and they're like we're gonna let you go but just remember if we do this for you you do something for us and you're like, <gasps> you're like I'm just trying to start a company up and make a living. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. I was like, I'm just trying to be an independent white woman and make my way. <laughs> like, so yeah. I'm, just trying, I'm just trying to get paid, <laughs> man. I'm just trying to find love. Right? Yeah. I just want to bring something to the table yeah. for my husband and I know. Um, <laughs> so you do, you like, there's stuff like that and you're like, okay, so you've lost all of that and it'll just be days. Like they don't tell you your day plan. Yeah. So, I wake up at 7 a.m., camera in my face, you know, I'm still wiping the sleep out of my eyes, and they're like, go and make a coffee or something, like, in the morning. I'm like, I, I'm just going to, like, wake up real slow, like, that's, and they're like, no, 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 like, people don't want to see you wake up, they want to see you make some coffee, and I'm like, not really. Yeah. So that's that, and then you're like, okay, well, I'm going to go to the gym now, and they're like, oh, yeah, you can go, but then they'll call you and they'll be like, actually, you need to be back for filming. So your day is just, like, yeah. jump, like, jump through hoops, yeah. you know, and then, the days that we do the commitment ceremony and the dinner parties are like relentless. Like you get up, you get ready. Like the first one, we got ready at 10 a.m. and had camera, camera crew there. We went, we sat in this fucking warehouse. It's non-insulated. So on days it's hot. Like I ripped my dress on the final episode because I was sweating so much and it was a, like a beaded dress. It ripped. Boys are getting pulled off set to like dry their shirts because they're sweating through them. And they've got fire on to add ambience. And you're like, please, God, no. Like, it's literal <laughs> hell. Um, but then you sit in these tents, unable to talk to people with, like, a basket of, like, snacks and magazines. And they're like, do not speak. And you don't see anyone. You just have your partner there. But if you're fighting, you get separated and you sit in your own tent. And then the next day, they split you into girls and guys. And it's like... You're in single chairs, just in like a cemented alleyway, looking at each other. And that goes on for like eight hours. What? And yeah. And then they'll pull you in bit by bit. Like, it's like, it's not good. It's, it's you sitting there and you're like working yourself up and thinking things. And, you know, on the commitment ceremonies, like Mikey and I had a really big fight one night and he didn't want to speak until we were on camera. Fuck you, Mikey. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and that was so hard for me because I'm, I'm one that I hate conflict. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I can be fiery, but I really would rather talk something out. Yeah. So, like, if I'm in the heat of a moment, I'm like, let's just go away. But then I'm texting him and saying, hey, like, something's gone wrong. Let's communicate. And he's mm. like, save it for camera. And then wow. it's like... That's crazy. It's, <laughs> it's not good. And then you're sitting there the whole day, like, working yourself up. And then you sit on a couch and... Every couple gets like 40 minutes. And if you're heated, they'll try and leave you the last. Yeah. Like if you're in a good place, you go first. You're in a bad place, you're last. And yeah. so you've been sitting there for like three hours. Every time a plane flies over, they're like, Shh, say that one again. And it's like, and then you get out of there at like three in the morning. And then you're up again, like at like 10 again the next day for the next part of it. And you're like sleep deprived, not training, not eating properly. Like it's, it's a lot. How long were you there for? Uh, I stayed for five weeks. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Love? Yeah. That's, that's, that's nice. Nice. So how did it affect your mental health? I was broken after the show. I think parents say it kind of, I was just so ready for something positive. Mm. And my parents are that for me. Like, I think it, it really showed on the day. Like, they're so there for me. And I pretty much nearly, like, bowled them over when I saw them. And I was like, <gasps> I haven't seen my mum in five weeks. I went and I was like, let's do a positive. And Mikey's like, she's sex shaming. And turn it into this negative thing. And I'm like, yeah, we went skiing. And I was like, let's just get really drunk on rosé. 
And it was like, no, like we're doing this for drama and mm. there's nothing positive for you to like grab onto. Mm. And I had a panic attack in the bathroom for an hour and a half. Mm. And then I like sat there and when I'm watching the show for that episode, they've taken a clip of my panic attack and played it as audio over the top of a video of me running out of the room. And I'm like, uh. like, I forgot I was mic. I'm having a panic attack, like snot and tears and yeah, everything yeah. everywhere. And my mum's there and they played it. And I'm like, that's, that's my mental health. And you've taken that for entertainment purposes. Yeah. Like mm. that's not good. So afterwards I, um, I got flown to Bali for a month. Yeah. Like, so technically I won maths, you know, <laughs> I won a holiday, no. yeah. but I did that just cause they were like, you should get out of the country. And I was, I was just that broken. Yeah. And I think they were nervous of the ramifications. Mm. And that was good and I needed it. And at the time I was like so caught up on saying the show and I was like, no, like we've got to say face. It hasn't ended well. Like, and they're like, you are so highly anxious. Mm. Like get out of here. So yeah. they did step in and helped me when I needed it. But you don't realize it at the time because you've lived in this bubble. Yeah. Like you live on floor nine at the Sky Suites. You eat dinner together. You see each other in the corridors. You all go to the same gym. You're not allowed to talk in the corridors. They have people standing there they're like, ah, no talking. It's like a really hard time. It's like jail. Yeah, yeah it's like jail. It's like jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So how do you... I was going to ask, so how do you kind of move forward with that? Because it's like, obviously being the public eye, yeah. media... And I can see like nowadays with like the, what's going on media right now, a lot of it's bringing up some of your past oh. and stuff like that. Like, how do you ignore that firstly? Yeah. And then like, how do you move forward with right. it? Because it does shape a part of like who you are at the end of the day. Right. But they're trying to put it out there like it's some negative, like really a negative shit about it's you. crazy. Yeah. So like you finish the show and then obviously I had that time where I worked over and I was in a good place and I'm like, cool. And then I'm like, all right, it's going to air. Let's do it. And I watched yeah. the wedding episode and I was like, oh, that wasn't great. Yeah. And then the next day it's like revenge tape scandal. And I'm like, oh, and then I'm like, mm, it's not sex, but, I, but it's the way the media starts to just twist it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then there's some things that are like, oh, you're not quite, that's not quite the truth. And then there's just blatant lies and you're yeah. like, whoa. And then you want to, you want to give attention to it. But if you give attention to it, then it's another headline. Yeah. And you're like, wow, where do I win? So like, Right now it's hard and I'm, I am just trying to do like basic parts. And I think it's now, you know, I, I know after yesterday, I just can't be in the same room as Mikey. He's a trigger for me now. Yeah. And I shut down like, you know, and it's, it's funny because sometimes when I get triggered, I'd be angry. Yeah. But now like he's the first trigger in my life that shuts me down. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, whoa. And so you really have to pay attention to that sort of stuff. So a lot of my days like today, this is like, fun to talk about but then the rest of my day is mass free yeah. and i think it's easier now like not watching the show and it's just going back to some sense of normality yeah. and it's just you know eventually now that i'm off the show i just talk to tash and she's like the media articles will die down soon like now i get to do all the fun stuff like it's international women's day on the weekend so i've got like a lunch i'm doing a cork and canvas painting event like yeah and i'm There's like no worries oh. for the invite yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah if you want to come you're always welcome to my table yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've done a mouth guard challenge now oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, married a first sight in real life yeah. <laughs> you're under the vibes yeah. <laughs> But do you think there's enough actually being done for reality stars? Like, because we hear about this over and over again. It's very timely. Caroline Flack is just going to commit a suicide. Mm. And there's constantly people that are taking their life yeah. because of the stress. 39 he, people worldwide to date from reality TV. That's Whoa. fucking huge. Yeah. Because like, that's huge. Because you think about the amount of people um, 
on reality TV comparative to like the population, that's a fucking huge number. It's crazy. So do you think there's enough? Do you think that there needs to be enough awareness in the society for people to understand what it's like or what do you think do you know like a hundred percent and i think you know when i when i first started on the show and that was just something that i i pled to people and it was like the day i think the same week as carolyn flack sort of passed that i had another big scandal in media and and people are copying it i'm like guys like can we just give five minutes to respect to the fact that these are normal people yeah. we're destroying their lives and you guys keep going yeah. you know and it was like yesterday some troll was saying oh you know about Tash is like, oh, what a horrible body she has. And I was like, hey, why do you need to body shame her? Like, yeah, what, yeah. what are you getting from that? And then they go, you're a horrible person. And I, they go, we felt sorry for you. Like how, and I go, what? Because I'm standing up against a troll. I'm now a horrible person. Yeah. So there's just so much backlash, so much non-awareness. I mean, the network are trying now, I think. Yeah. But, you know, when they sent out a an email saying, Hey, we're to old contestants. Like, hey, we're aware that maths is about to air again. You guys might get triggered from seeing this sort of stuff. Just know here's the hotline, and people are like posting it. And it's like, oh, what? Like, now after seven seasons, mm. you realize we might need some help. Mm. So, I mean, I think it's progressing, but it's not progressing fast enough exactly. at all. And like, people's main response seems to be like, well, you know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, for me, that sort of attitude is the same as like, it's like when people say, oh, women wear revealing clothing, therefore they begin to deserve to be set, like, exactly. sexually assaulted. So stuff like that is Dumb just shit. so naive. Yeah. And it's like, we are the problem. You know, we've just had, um, is it Quato? Quato? The little boy from the little Aboriginal dwarf. Oh, yeah, Quaden. And um, so Quaden, um, he, like, you see that sort of stuff and that yeah. children are copying the hate. And I think it really begins at a social media level yeah. at a, at a, at, a, th at a, a basic level where we just don't spit that much hate and it's yeah. got to, you know, the media just needs to chill out. Like this week I'm in the headlines again for stuff and it's like, hold on, half of you are saying let's be aware of what the damage is with mm. people like Caroline Flack and then the media deletes, you know, some articles about Caroline because they feel responsible but now they've just moved on to another exactly. set of people yeah. and it's it doesn't stop. I think maths contestants definitely hop it a little bit worse than most people massive, massive. um but yeah i think it's just important to remember that we're all struggling you know originally mikey and i agreed to have each other's back and that hasn't worked out and it's a shame and that's why just yesterday in the media i said please just have respect for his family you know and i don't want to quit back and it's very easy like you want to quit back mm. but i'm like god how much fuel do you keep adding to the fire yeah. so i think it's important that we take responsibility not to spread hate between each other i think it's important that the media gives gives us a break i think it's important the network takes a little bit more responsibility and offers more help and i think then it also it's up to the audiences just to just to not be so negative like there's like eight facebook groups that i'm aware of and it's called like maths uncensored and they go hard yeah. <laughs> like whoa like yeah. i've scrolled through there and i'm like <sighs> yo yeah that's so what happens when you get 1.5 million views yeah, yeah that's it all right all right well next time i'll do the amazing yeah, race the amazing race 600 g's <laughs> <laughs> not enough eyes watching no, no. No, can't get hate when no, no one watches crazy like this whole this whole thing was really interesting actually because at our launch of the podcast we had someone that actually asked that question yeah about how do we actually 
address this issue because yeah. it's obviously an issue yeah. but people don't see it's almost like we're not really like celebrities or whatever it's me yeah Oh, thank you. That's what I meant. So we're not really like obviously famous anymore. For the, for the six weeks that we were on TV, it was yeah, alright. It, right. it was cool. Yeah. But okay. during that time, we weren't human beings almost to people. Yeah. yeah. And people who felt like they could say whatever they wanted to say uh, to yeah. us. Um, and there wasn't enough kind of like awareness. So it's like, I'm just really, really interested about it. Ever since you asked that question, mm. I'm really, really interested. Like, what is the actual steps but yeah it's a, it's, a, it's, it's a, a hard one it's a hard one it's very difficult as well because especially because you're the media has i think the media plays such a big role in it Huge. because it's like they understand that by they me name shaming you and doing all that negative book oh. and that's what sells they're on that clickbait you know and it's like until like the media can understand that it's like you know what we need to kind of detach from saying all this bad shit yeah because once they start saying bad shit like big players then other people behind lower than them are gonna be like oh yeah i can say that shit too yeah you know yeah. they telegraph and say that then i can say that too who cares you know, the one that's, everyone's the one that's that. rocked me the most i mean i have so much overwhelming support from from socials like there is yeah. some bad yeah. stuff but i've been so lucky i don't know if it's just because i'm like publicly like i'm broken and people yeah. are like oh okay and but yeah. poppy has come out and she's trying to be so strong and there's so much stuff. Someone messaged her and said, I'm gonna kill you and your white kids. That's like, crazy. Like, what? <laughs> like what? Yeah. Like that's <laughs> what? <laughs> like I'm just like, where do, where is that okay? Like she's a single mother. Exactly. And she's got two or there's three on three this week. <laughs> you know? I'm going to a three year old's birthday party on Saturday. But of, like, are you going to show up and stab them? No, you're not. But yeah. why the fuck do you feel that? Because you have a keyboard, you're called to make death threats to someone because they've been on a TV show. Because it's they have a TV show. It's a TV yeah, show. It's a fucking TV. <laughs> like, chill out, bro. Yeah. Like, like don't get that angry. She hasn't done anything to you directly. And I mean, I, I'm an empath. So I, I connect on a big way. And I understand, you know, I, I struggle to cry normally in real life, but not at the moment. I'm like a big sewing mess. But mm. normally I have to like, <laughs> normally I have to watch movies and like, you know, I watch The Notebook and I hug up with my pug, the only person I got left in the world with tissues. And that's how I connect. So I understand putting yourself in that place. But I mean, I don't understand the aggression. I just, I'm missing something. Yeah. And I just think people need to remember like, words hurt, yeah. you know? And it's like, I know people like sticks and stones may break my bones. Like names hurt. Like I still sit back and I look like 10 years after I've graduated, I still sit and reflect on the stuff that used to happen in high school. Mm. Like let's, let's just have some heart and remember that there's so much going on and so much support that people offer. And we're just unraveling it when we throw those, those spare comments yeah. out. And I think what people don't understand is it can be like, I've, if I've copped it so much in the media that day and I've had like yesterday on the radio, it can be like the smallest comment that pushes you over the edge, yes. you yes. know, and it's, and people are like, oh, it's just a joke. And you're like, yeah, but like, you've got to remember, like, that's not the only thread that people have got. Yeah. They're copying it on every form of social media. Yeah. They're copying it in the magazines. You know, my dad yesterday was like, he, I don't think he meant it from a bad place, but he just came out and he's like, aren't you embarrassed step out of the spotlight and it's like thanks dad i'm now gonna go and lock myself in my room <laughs> like you know it's just yeah there's just so much that's that's full on i just think it's awareness mm, yeah. yeah i love that that's it's perfect because we always preach that that's it it's good to have that's a our message yeah, that's our number one thing is about the awareness and self-awareness and awareness of what's kind of going on in the world as well yeah. because we're too much in our own head yeah. yeah and we don't think enough about other people 
We're not taught to empathize. We're not taught to give a fuck about other people. No. Yeah. And that's why we have a generation of people or a society of people that can do this shit to people. Yeah. Like yeah. that's when you really think about it, imagine like social media is pretty much just the internet version of someone coming up to someone they don't know on the street and saying, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yeah. Do you know imagine what I mean? That. Like what? Like, that. You don't yeah. know me, you don't know nothing about me. You've seen me once on a billboard and now you think that I'm a, I'm some yeah, fuck come for yeah. me. What? And that's it, and the lack of sympathy with oh, well, you should know what you're getting yourself into. It's like, really? I should have expected death threats from going on television? Yeah, yeah exactly. All I got to say is, look, the people that are spewing hate, you, I swear to God, I mean this in the most honest, most kind oh, place oh, possible. Wow. <laughs> go. You need serious help. Yeah. Mm. Because like it's not okay mm. to be so bothered and triggered yeah. by somebody that doesn't even know no, your yeah. name. And they're just trying to live yeah. their life. Right, they're just trying to live their life. People are on TV for fun, for career progression, for whatever the fuck reason. If for whatever reason, they did not say, yo, fuck Sally94 on, on Instagram. Yeah. I'm doing this to fuck with her life. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. Like they don't care about you. So like why are you so bothered by their behavior? Yeah. Like, I think you should honestly, I really mean it, speak to somebody yeah. and have some, some self-reflection. Self because it is, it is, it comes from a place of self-hate. It comes from seeing something. And that's something that I try to always tell myself, these people are coming for you because they see something that they lack. So like, yeah, I've, I've had a lot of cosmetic surgery and I was fortunate enough to be gifted that. And I, and then people hate you for it. I understand like you can look and you can be like, wow, she's really attractive. And then other people are just like, fuck that bitch. Like, yeah. and yeah. I've felt that so much lately. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'll take my boob implants out. Like, what else do you want? I'll stop going under the knife. Yeah. And it's like, hold on, wait, why are these people getting to control so much of my life? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's yeah. insane. <laughs> I feel like I could talk all day long. This is, yeah, like, this is been a really, really nah, good interview. Like, um, well, we could talk for the rest of the day, but the camera's gonna die. So, in conclusion, we're gonna um, say do a little bit of our wrap up yeah, because we've learned you from one angle, but now we want to get to know you on a little bit more of a, your everyday life. Okay. Side, you yeah. know what I mean? So, we're gonna ask a series of questions, rapid fire, um, you know, once, one word, one sentence, max. Okay. And, yeah, man. and you're like, let's do it. Speaking in tongues. <laughs> 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 oh, Just trying to find it. Yeah. Let me think it off the top of my head. No, uh, no. I do know it. Okay, uh, tell me. Number one, what's your favorite movie? Um, <laughs> it's like it's a really bizarre answer. It's okay. the color purple. What's that about? What's that? Uh, it's talks about a, a black slave and it was her like um yeah jenny <laughs> <laughs> oh, i didn't say nothing oh my nick, god nick, nick was just relating a bit too much Sounds dope. Yes, that's <laughs> <laughs> Not said. 
album. <laughs> I'm about to check that out. <laughs> Favorite travel destination? Um, oh, so many. Look, my favorite place that I always go back to is LA. Um, oh, yeah. But I just, that's because I do work there. But I haven't done Mexico yet, and I'm keen. Holy, I've been watching, watching a lot of Narcos. Yeah, you know. Oh, you still want to go? Yeah, but Yo. you don't know, but how heavy is this? The other day, my friend has a house over there in Cabo, and apparently, like, there's certain airports, and they hung white tourists from the post outside the airport, like, do not come here. And I'm like, that's crazy. Maybe I'll leave oh. it another year. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> uh, Tommy, what's the most important thing in your life, item-wise? So not like a phone or whatever. Like my a pug. Yeah. Too many people have gotten away with saying that. I know. Like a pug is like, like it's like you know. I mean, like it's it's not really a thing. It's like a thing, like a sentimental thing. A sentimental thing. <laughs> I don't wear it, but I have my grandmother passed last year and she gave me one of her rings. So I've just got it resized. So yeah, that. I love that one. I like the pub one too. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a bit of a cheek. It's like, it was like, it's oh, like, what's my favorite thing? Oh, my wife. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I uh, what's, what's the. Mo- uh, you- We'll say it together. What's the most attractive quality in someone? Oh, like when I first meet them or when I get to know them. Finally. When you first meet them. My first, yeah, give us both. Eyes and smile. I'm like, I'm like, you know, um, and then I think later it's just, um, oh, I think it's a, an ability to sympathize. I think, do you know what I mean? Like an ability to yeah, understand, yeah. to con- like, yeah, because I find that we, in relationships and stuff, we get so, like, stuck in, well, this is how I feel. And it's something I've really worked on this year is, like, taking five and putting myself in their shoes. So the ability to be able to do that, I'm like, conflict resolution, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you resolve that conflict. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good. Um, and what is your number one tip slash advice for life? <sighs> that we're all going to die eventually, so enjoy it while we're here. Nice. <laughs> oh, me. I was thinking where we were going. I was going like, you stood it back in. I was going to be like, yo, Sean, cut this shit. Honestly, this has been one of my favorite episodes. Um, I thought they'd be really, really just chill out. It's been fun. So chill, yeah. I like it. It's lit. Yeah, it's just been so raw, just been authentic, and it's just it is what it is, and that's what we always love to do. So, thank you guys, you're legends. So, tell the people where do people find you? What are you doing? What's like your next big steps? Cool. Um, right now, I'm just kind of enjoying my lip MD and doing that journey. I will be bringing out more beauty products throughout the year. Um, I'm starting a YouTube channel, so you guys will have to come my YouTube channel. We can like do each other's makeup or something beauty related. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll talk talk about camera. I'll give you guys a challenge. Um, Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna kind of enjoy the ride, you know. I'm not going to go back to reality TV for a little while. If I do, I'm going to maybe do something like I'm a celebrity, get me out of here because I think eating bugs sounds more attractive than another dating show. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, just enjoying this journey. So I'll be staying in Sydney for a little while. I keep traveling. So everyone's like, you're going to miss all the opportunities if you keep traveling. So you can find me right here in Sydney. <laughs> in the West. <laughs> She's moving to Blacktown. <laughs> Somewhere near Aljana. <laughs> Uh, so uh, what's your socials? What's your handle? Uh, my handle is at Tashki underscore. Tashki. Tashki underscore. Ah, dope. And well, you know where to find us. Yes, at Nick and Femi. If you want some sauce, at Who's Femi, my own private Instagram. You're going to get no followers if after you that. Want, if you want just like kind of incoherent captions, <laughs> at Nice. Nice um, with four E's and an underscore. <laughs> Set your day right for the Instagram. Honestly, these captions are crazy. They make no sense. They actually make perfect sense. You actually inspired. Anyway, you swiped a few. So, <laughs> Anyways. I'll give you both a follow. Oh, thanks, Tashi. Thanks, Tashi underscore. Tashi. Anyways. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Uncovered Podcast with Nick. And um if you have any and if you have any questions, see how dumb he is. <laughs> see how dumb this guy is. Uh, guys, give us a like, love. follow, peace subscribe, love. love a comment, peace and love. Yes, sir. Uh, love we're done. You. Tell everybody you love we're them. We're done. <laughs> love you all. Tell your parents you love them. Tell everybody you know you love them. Oh, oh no, honestly, on some real shit, but some real shit. Go out there and tell at least like three people you love that you love them. And well, there's know. three people in this room now. Huh? Uh, bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>